0: Well, hello everybody and welcome to tech vines hopefully welcome back to tech vines for our our ever-growing audience of uh, repeat listeners and downloaders how is everybody doing today i am scott delaney i am one of your hosts for tech vines and i am joined by my esteemed colleagues and just a, an amazing team to be part of we have uh the ever fabulous melissa gurney green joining us from the west coast the pacific northwest for those that are trying to triangulate the exact location and we have the ever dapper colin gallagher with us as well who is bringing, uh, bringing representing the uh the midwest out in the uh, the ohio area how's everybody doing tonight
1: just super
2: Doing well and happy to be here though I'm I'm disappointed that I'm not the ever fabulous but I'll take that okay. So listen, I, <laughs> I, I I
0: had it but then I you are I, fabulous, Colin. <laughs>
1: Thank I you. I don't, so
0: I thought dapper I fabulous. Listen, hey, I wrote it down. I actually had to work and I was like playing with this and trying to figure out what the proper wording was. And it was, I mean, there are many adjectives that describe you, Colin. I wanted to find the perfect one for Melissa tonight. And if nothing else, Melissa is certainly uh, most fabulous. So she gets it tonight. If uh, If you have a good conversation and bring good content to the table. Oh, Melissa, what the, what was that? I'm so sorry, that was a mouthful of something holy smokes is that cereal you're eating with mm, wine that was
1: a pokeball that was was like, lunch. that's the kind of day i had
0: it looked like cornflakes i was like she's having cornflakes and wine oh my god epic so anyway that's why you're fabulous What's wrong because with you? well exactly so anyway that's why you are <laughs> most fabulous because um you would do cornflakes and wine because why not because Cornflakes are, uh, are awesome and, and, and Colin is obviously very dapper. So anyway, um, tonight we have, uh, or today or whenever you're listening to this, we have uh, our usual, our usual list of uh, topics. Um, the wine selection for this evening is one that I chose. And we went with uh, a Tuscan, a Tuscan wine, something from Toscana, just because we like to enunciate the word Toscana. So we have that for wine tonight. And the tech topic is we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go a little um, what's the right description for this we're gonna we're gonna become very sentimental that's it we're gonna be sentimental tonight and we are gonna wax philosophical about some of the mentors that we've had um, over the years some of us more years than others in terms of you know being. Uh, within the, uh, the, 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 you know, the gig, so it'll be interesting to see what names come up. And Actually, so this was one of the things, and we probably should have discussed this before the podcast. I know we have to get to the wine, but let's just have a ruling on this right now. Are we naming names, or are we going to protect the, uh, the innocent, or we're going to protect folks until they are proven either guilty or innocent? What's I'm going to be
1: completely honest on both sides and not name names, and people will okay. know who they are. Okay. Okay. But okay. I right. if you I, I all want to name names, you should absolutely. I, I was name going to
2: go with if they're retired, we name the name. If they're still in the industry, we talk about them. But. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so no names being named today, but if you are, can we use, can we um, use
2: initials or, or like eight initial? Like we have to find distinguished Like, let's know. do. Let, so we I don't, don't have, have to every time. I am going to say, well, the guy Scott worked for for five years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then people could go into. Well, all right. So there are ways to triangulate that. So depending on how interested you are, if you really want to know the name of the person, then you can send us a DM, and you know we, we will depending on what the. <laughs> <laughs> what the purpose is of needing to know that person, um, we will be more than happy to pass that information on. Okay, so that's what we're doing. So we're starting with wine. I'm going to go first. You know why? Because I'm the host and I can make these decisions. And when <laughs> Melissa and Colin power the has host gone to then, your heads. It, it has. Well, it's been kind of a, it's been a long day, okay. just as everybody. Right. So I um I went with what I always drink. Literally. Um. So I have a uh, um an El Paso, which is um a, a Tuscan wine. It's the um. The wine um, manufacturer, actually the winery, not a manufacturer, is uh, Tulani. And uh, it is in the um, uh, the, the Chianti Classico uh, region in terms of where grapes are grown. And this is a solid go-to. This is many, many years you know, if I just want to have a good bottle of wine, and especially if people are coming over, um, this would definitely be one of the ones that I would bust out. It is a blend, so it's got your typical saint VC. I'm looking on the bottle. It doesn't have them all listed here, but it had on the website. Um, but just, you know, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything, a little bit of love, a little bit of, uh, you know, um, um, great taste, and, and that's what I'm going with. So, okay, let's let other people so talk So a quick now. Question,
2: question for you. <laughs> yes? Does, does it have the red rooster on it?
0: It or the, does. Or
2: the, the, the rooster in the red circle?
0: Nope, it does not. Not really? that I okay. can see. Oh, okay. No, it doesn't. Why is that mean? Well, you'll have to. So, so Colin? That,
2: that's the seal of the Chianti Classico uh <laughs> Corporation, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't have to have it, but it's, it's. Yeah,
0: it's not. That's not the winery. It's just the region. But I know what you're talking about because I did. I did see that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because because so, again, I mean, you know, as you, since you since you just threw out County Classical like everybody knows it, right? You know, I mean, Tuscany is a region, but is, is, is a region in Italy where they make wine and they grow Sangiovese and other grapes. Um, and Chianti is, is a blend of Sangiovese and other grapes, um, as you correctly pointed out. But Chianti Classico is a subset of that, a smaller region, um, and you have to come from there. And generally, the... Um, uh, they, um, they tend to have, um, that, the, it says, it's a round, round red seal with, with this is classico and it has a black rooster on it. So yes, yeah, so nope,
0: this, this, must yeah, be okay. either, either it's mm-hmm. a hybrid or it's been illegally, you know, someone just replaced. The well, label. If it, well, who knows? If, I
2: mean, if it says, is it? If it says Kante Classico, it, it should be. I mean, you know. But again, it's an easy way to tell for Canty yeah. Classico is look for, look for the red circle with the rooster in it.
0: Yeah, so yeah. it's not. It it definitely is not a Chianti Classico. It's just the region that's according to the website where the uh, the grapes oh. come
2: from. So. Oh, the grapes. Okay, so it's not producer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they they have strict rules. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yes. So anyway, it's you know, it's all this wine stuff. It's like kind of yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, organized crime. There's yep. all these mm-hmm. rules and sub rules in terms of what you get to say and how you say yep. it.
2: Yeah, how much you can put into it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Correct. Correct. Yep. So uh, well, let's go to Melissa. Because she finished her cornflakes, so she's probably got a sugar high going right now. <laughs>
1: There's no cornflakes. No cornflakes. Uh, I don't want a diet. <laughs> like, I don't eat cornflakes. I'm an adult. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend who wakes up for a midnight snack and eats cornflakes.
1: I, I, I will not hate on that friend. I think that's awesome. But I, I am not eating cornflakes, sadly. I haven't had cereal in ages. Um, I am drinking a Monte Antico. It's a Tuscan blend. It's Sangiovese, Merlot, and Cab. Mostly Sangiovese and Cab, mm-hmm. but a little bit of Merlot mixed in. Um, so that
2: that would qualify it as what, Melissa?
1: Probably a Super Tuscan. Exactly,
2: yes. Correct, yes.
1: So, so yeah. It, it, it didn't come with a little cape, but it's a exactly. Super Tuscan. Yeah. <laughs> <And laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, you call and laugh. I love you. My day is complete. <laughs> but it is a nice little wine. This one's 2015. So, uh, nice little wine. Solid awesome. entry. Did, did,
0: you, did you have that in inventory, or did you have to go get it?
1: I grabbed it from the local store. Gotcha. I, I don't tend to keep Tuscans in inventory. I don't tend to keep much in inventory, sadly enough. But... Uh, yeah.
0: You don't get to keep it in inventory, or is it the, because the inventory rotates so quickly that it's hard to,
1: it's to been maintain? It's rotating pretty quickly. I have three the, kids the, in a remote the turn spoon. of our wine inventory is, yes. lo- is low. All right, Not, okay. it's it's hot, Like, right? and I don't keep it on hand because then I have to intentionally think about, okay, wine. Yes, yeah. this week I need it, or this week I want it, and <laughs> when do I want it? And there's planning involved, so it has to be intentional. If I'm drinking.
0: And what about you, Colin? What do you got?
2: I am doing a Da Vinci Chianti.
0: Ooh. Okay. Yeah.
2: Which, which yeah. I picked up in the store because I saw it, and, and um, and I um I wanted to um talk about a couple things with it. Um, um a you know I'm a big I like to, I'm a big Da Vinci fan. If you haven't read the biography, it's awesome and incredible. Um, but it allows you know Leonardo da Vinci is Leonardo from Vinci, which is a town <laughs> in, in Tuscany. So, so the wine is from the same town where he was born. Um, so, interesting, interesting random data point there. Um, but it also it's a Chianti, which is a pure Chianti. Which, I, I you know, I started talking about you know how Tuscany is divided to subregions, right? Um, and um, so there's a Chianti region, and which is a great region. And it's, to your point, Scott, there's the there's the Chianti Classico region, right? You know, um, and then there's some other there's some other those that, you know, there's the larger um, uh, 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 there's a larger region um, basically two main regions and a bunch of small ones that have other different um controls on them right that you can't the chianti there's a chianti region and a Chianti classical region um so you can be called that but anyway i just want to that was my i was using a forcing function and it was something new um and because the one i had in stock i had i had a sangiovese in stock um and but it was a california grown sangiovese and i thought that would have been sort of breaking the rules um so i will save that for something else um, but the, I, the other thing I wanted to talk about with this wine, and by the way, it's a, we haven't talked about the, the flavors will go around, but this is really nice. It's, it's, you know, heavy fruit, plummy, you know, dark red fruit, um, nice tannin, sort of medium to, you know, uh, full bodied, like a, uh, should be. It's, it's really well done. Um, and it's relatively inexpensive. I think it was, um, you know, under 15 bucks. Um, and it was easily accessible. I happened to see it when I was out shopping for, um, other things, uh, over the weekend. I was like, I'm just gonna do it. Um, Oh, yeah, and this is a DOC, by the way, so it is a DOC Chianti, so it's an official Chianti. I just said that there. Um, But the other thing I wanted to talk about was I wanted wanted to get something that wasn't a super Tuscan Melissa, because I wanted to talk about that. Um, But I read online, because a true Chianti should be some blend of Sangiovese, um, and two other Italian grapes, um, Canaiolo and Mala, Malvesia or Trebbiano. So, anyway, so, something you know, generally majority of Sangiovese, 70, you know, 60 to 80 percent, 70 samples or minus, and then 50, 10 to 15 percent of the other two each. Um, and then, you know, with a with allowing for five for other local varieties. So they have to be local to the area. Mm. Um, and that's what I thought it would be. So that's why the Super Tuscans are when you blend it with French grapes and then become Super Tuscans. Um, um, but um, I looked it up. It didn't say, so I bought it. But because I, it said DOC, so I assumed it would. But then I read online that it was it had Merlot in it, which would make it not one. But now that I'm seeing, it, has, it says DOCC on it. It must it must only have local grapes. So maybe there Merlot that's grown there. I don't know. So anyway, it is what it is. I'll have to do some more research on it. But yeah, it was really good. It's really nice. Um, you know, um, plummy. You know, etc. Um, when I read about online before this, they said it should taste like strawberries. I don't get that. I get more. More, more richer fruit. Cool. Anyhow, sorry, long, long range. No, no, on, no. no that's good. Chianti, you got,
0: I, yeah, I, I'm now googling stuff because of what you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? I don't drink a lot, enough Chiantis. So I've, I've kind of nope. realized that. So, um, I think I am going to have to, um, you know, try a couple of those. I mean, I've had it in the past, but it doesn't. It, it's not something that I immediately well, think of. Well,
2: and I think Chianti. I think but but Chianti do you know?
0: But do you know? Do you know why? I'll tell you the reason why. When I think Chianti, you know what I think about? Same thing. You guys think about the scene from? Um, oh my God! What's the movie with um, Clarice? Oh my God! Um, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. Yes, yes, yes. Of the Lambs when when he says he's going to go eat somebody's...
2: Her, her liver with a side of Chianti and some fava beans. Right? Yes, nice, that's nice, exactly it. And, some fava and so beans every too.
0: time I think Chianti, I think that <laughs> scene in the movie. Of course, I couldn't repeat it, but it would have been better if I did. I should have Googled that. Um, but yeah, that's so when I think Chianti, I think that movie for some reason. So Anyway, I'll have to give it another well, shot. So, so
2: for me, I think, I think Chianti doesn't have a great reputation here, like, particularly, you know, because the Classic Chianti, not the Chianti Classico. The classic Chianti was bottled in those short, squat bottles with the straw around them. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah it so, was the
1: like iconic cheap wine. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yes. it was
2: a cheap wine you got at the Italian store that you you didn't want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. they poured for you for free at, went at the Italian restaurant. Yeah, and they get yeah. And so I think one of the one of the best things I think they did in the eighties and nineties was to start using real bottles, you know, or traditional, you know, traditional French bottles. Um, um, Bordeaux bottle. This is actually a Bordeaux bottle. At some point, we'll talk about bottle shapes. Yeah, yes, because you can, yeah, because um, they're different. Um, I didn't know that until I started bottling it. <laughs> it's like, oh, you shouldn't put that in that bottle. Yeah, so uh, I think it's um, they've done a good job of sort of rebranding it. And then, so the Super Tuscan has sort of has powered it. I think, and it's also a rebranding effort. You know, those of us who in marketing, hey, you know, yes, it tastes a little different. But actually, there are some Super Tuscans that are 100% Sangiovese. So it's just, you know, it's just. Um, because again, it's not controlled by, by, by any organization, so you can sort of blend it to whatever you like. Um, right. But um, uh, but so, um, but I think it's every. Re- oh, Tuscan, re- you know, re-branded, um, so,
0: so if you uh, had if you had your choice, if you had the choice between drinking something from, basic an Italian wine, tu- you know, a, a Tuscan, you know, mm. Chianti, whatever, um, versus something from Napa Valley, ooh, what would you do? Mm. Like, if you had a choice between, here's a wine you've never had before, here are two wines you've never had before, one's from Italy, one's from um, the West Coast. We'll just say generic West Coast, it doesn't have to be California, but we'll say West Coast wine. What well, would you
1: do? I assume they're both red?
0: Yes, well, they have to be. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it this way: It's not a white <laughs> that was brutally so I, 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 I got in trouble. I'm going to a
2: birthday party next Friday, and, and they said they said he likes wine, so I got a bottle of red because it's just stupid, <laughs> right? And then I said, "Oh, look what I got!" Like, we met, he drinks only white. I was like, Sh-. Like, Sh-. I was like, I was like, "If you just say wine, I mean red." So it's, it's did you yes. did you
0: did you mock him?
2: No, I haven't mocked him yet. i i next, next All right,
0: okay, he must know, be mocked then. If,
2: will,
1: if yeah. he drinks only white, he must be evil. <laughs> well,
2: he's, he's going to get a bottle of red and a bottle of white. So he's going nice. to get both. You, know what to do,
0: already... you should go in with like one of those little, I don't even know what they come in, but the little packs of White Claws. Bring those mm. in and say, here you go.
2: Mm-mm. Oh, my God.
0: Fierce oh, rejection oh on God. that. Oh, 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 oh. No, it's a, oh. as a joke, if you're going to drink um, White wine, you might as well drink the...
2: So in, in my community, like there is a certain subset that loves their White Claw. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah but okay.
0: would you drink it? Hell no, mature, sophisticated. <laughs> no, hell no. Yes. I'm a, if I'm going to drink, you know, if, if, ever if, dapper, I'm, I'll even say no, fabulous. I'll give you no, no, the fabulous I mean, I, I'll,
2: title. I'll, I'll drink. So I'll, you know, I'll, I'll drink. I'll drink a good cocktail, or you know, or a good beer. But I'm not drinking a white cloth. Jesus, you know that. that also, because we all grew up drinking Zima, and I'm never going back to that again. Okay.
1: Exactly. All right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a subset of my community here that drinks it too, and uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I would no. smuggle I, I guess an a bottle of wine or, in a yeah, Yeti whatever, before you know. I'm seen with a White Claw.
0: No. I I have never had a White Claw, but I've seen enough TikTok videos to know that if you drink a White Claw, <laughs> you're not thought of highly <laughs> in the community. Let's just say that. So I have that just whole, you know, that that just, you know, reference, that frame of reference in my mind. So I won't. I won't go near it. I'll do a Pabst Blue Ribbon. I'll do a Aaron I mean, I'll get. I'll go down. You know, in terms of, I will. In terms of <laughs> the quality of what, like, I not everything has to be this. You know, um, um, this IPA that was you know Ugh. produced by PhDs that spent. You know, they could have gone out and like created vaccines, but no, they decided they were going to make beer, and so, like, that's the stuff. But but I'm not afraid to have a. You know. A, uh, a Lone Star, right, from uh, Texas, right? That's it, Lone Star beer. Not that there's anything matter with the Lone Star. It's all good stuff. Okay, so we're off topic. But actually, now it, it begs another question because you mentioned cocktails, and, and I know this is all about wine, and I'm not looking to change it up, but I'm just curious. What is the current cocktail of choice? Because – Things change, right? I went through a Mai Tai phase for a while, a couple of months ago, kind of towards the end of the summer. Before that, it was a margarita phase. Um, I've changed it up in the last couple of weeks. I won't say what it is, but I'm curious as to what y'all are pulling when you say you're going to have a cocktail at a proper cocktail joint. Melissa. At a proper
2: cocktail. A proper cocktail. Drink, a not proper a bar, cocktail. Not a yeah,
0: I'm not talking about Applebee's or not Not that there's anything wrong with Applebee's and we'll take the sponsorship money. So <laughs> <laughs> I love Applebee's. I'm a card-carrying member. You know, are they the Bloomin' Onion people? I can't remember what no, they are. No, but, uh, they're not Okay, the Bloom and whatever onion it people. Is, they are the I got 2 nothing.
1: Friday cocktail people. That's and exact. Cocktails that was have no alcohol in them.
0: So that was that was my point. It's it's not I'm not I'm not indemnifying that brand in particular. I'm just saying, you know, when you can get a cocktail as many as you want for two bucks, you know, there's something up with that. So Melissa, what are you drinking?
1: It's still an old fashioned for me, so mm. uh, I haven't been to a, a proper drinking establishment to have a cocktail in a very long time. That shit is all closed. I could get it to go. It's not the same. Mm. Um, so, so uh, if, if, I've been you know, making if,
2: if when things reopen and you go. Yes. What's going to be your what's going to be? It's going to be,
1: gonna be an old fashioned. I'm going to go right down to this little burger joint down the road called Stack Five Seventy One. They're good at two things: really good burgers. And really good whiskey drinks and I'm gonna have an old
0: So what's the what's the whiskey of choice?
1: I'm probably um, I vary but I'll, I'll usually ask for an angel's envy when oh. I want when I want a nice the bourbon whiskey. or the rye uh, the rye
0: Oh yes
1: I, I stay away from bourbon in general so.
0: yeah yeah no <laughs> so that's
1: my whiskey is whiskey or rye yeah
0: yeah no the the I, angels envy rye I, yeah. is like legit yeah i mean that's the the yes yes what about you colin what are you what are you ordering
2: so um if it's a root if it's a true cocktail joint um um my my drink of choice right now is a paper plane
0: oh ah. But to, when you go in there, so very
2: nice. All right. But again, so it's that's got to be a, ask a, is, is all is, right. It's it's. I, I scan the bar and I, I look. Do, do they have the apérol? Do they they have the amaro? You know, do I see those things? Right. You know, but a real cocktail drink does, and I'm a bit surprised. It's harder that the bartender knows how to make it. Um, that yes. Um, yep. But it's equal proportion, so it's easy to do. It's like hey, you know, it's just do these. You know, it's yeah. So it's um, it's easy. It's my favorite. If if that's not available my, and again, or if I'm at a place that, you know, doesn't, you know, or, you know, if, if I'm at Applebee's, which I haven't been in decades. Um, <laughs>? <laughs> Not
0: that there's anything wrong with that.
2: You we'll know, <laughs> definitely take their sponsorship. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I, um, I'll do a Moscow Mule. That's sort of my, that's sort of my casual yes. go-to cocktail. Oh, so that's the I go-to. have the classy and the casual, you know, again, yeah. So, um, yeah. Did I, t- did I have I told my mm-hmm. Moscow Mule story?
0: No, but you yeah. must now.
2: I must, um. So uh, this time last year, rough and tough. This time last year, February last year. I know this. Uh, yeah, this time last year, my cousin got married um, in outside of Barcelona, um, in Girona, which is where they filmed a lot of the game, the southern Game of Thrones scenes. Um, but before that, a couple of months before that, we went to his stag party in Cornwall. And so i I flew out from California to Cornwall for a long weekend.
0: Cornwall. Cornwall, UK. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is my right. this
2: is my cousin from my my Irish. Yeah, yeah, my Irish right, right. Side, Just so though. people but know,
0: you're in the UK now. Yeah. We're
2: in the UK. Yes. We, so, we, we met. So, I'm in the UK with a bunch of um, Irish guys, um, and so of course we're drinking beer and, and doing other things. But we're at this pub, you know, for three nights, row, we're at this pub the second night. And... You weren't drinking
0: beer; you were having a pint. So, yes, first yes, off, yes, okay, yes, you yes, weren't yes, drinking yes, beer. Yes, correct. You drink yes, beer when you're, you know, down in you know the South End. You're drinking yeah. beer, but mm-hmm. when you're when you're when you're in Ah, uh, the UK yeah. with a bunch of
2: Irish blokes. You're uh, you're yeah. having a pint. So this little town in the middle of nowhere, Cornwall, has a Hawaiian themed pub.
1: Of course it which does. I find,
2: which I find to be really interesting, and they have you know, they have they have surfboards up, and they actually have um, um, several beers flown in from Hawaii. And I know because I've actually had those beers in Hawaii in bottles, but you know whatever. Um, hmm. or maybe on, no, they had them on draft. They actually had them on draft. Yeah, um, longboard lager and another one. Um, blah, blah blah. So. Um, um, so I was, I was impressed. But, I know, can't I was... wait
0: to see how you connect this to the Moscow Mule. <laughs> so...
2: so so they have a, behind the behind the bar, they have copper mugs, you know. Oh, ah, okay. And I'm on day 2 and I was like I was like okay, I just want a break from beer, you know, and particularly, you know, I, mean, I don't mind a good British beer, but this is like Lombard Lager, you know i've had you know it's, it's not a great beer it's, it, it, it's it's brand as it comes from hawaii you know that you know um and so i was like oh can i get a Moscow mule he's like we don't make that i was like well you have the mugs and he's like oh those are a gift from stoli <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. and i was like well i'm gonna teach you how to make it. i was like do you have lime juice like yes he's like i'm gonna teach you how to make it he's like he's like he pours it he's like oh it's like a dark and stormy with vodka i was like yes so but he got all the fence yeah at first he wasn't gonna make it for me actually so there's a pause in there um um, so now um, so now
0: that you've switched up to the UK, I will ask this question. So we've all been through Heathrow. Yeah. When was the earliest you ever had a Guinness when you were going through Heathrow? The earliest. Like it's okay if it's like a five o'clock flight, but if it's like nine o'clock in the morning and you know this is like your last like legit like real, you know, um, um, Guinness, the, the non-homogenized? is it homogenized? I forget what they don't do to it. Oh, pasteurization. Pasteurization. Right, they don't pasteurize it. So, like, you have to, like, it, and I'm saying, and the only reason why I say that is because sometimes you connect through Heathrow. So you're not actually in London, but you're, like, in, you know, the UK for, like, an hour or two because you're waiting for a connection. And, you know, there's a couple of places that you can get, you know, a, a proper Guinness. What was the earliest I know the answer to somebody's, but go ahead <sighs> I know it's a tough question. I only bring that up because I know I was on a trip with Melissa a hundred years ago, and it was it's like Copenhagen. nine o'clock in the morning, and we had landed from who knows where going to who knows what, but like we were there at nine o'clock, and we were all like going on separate flights, so we had like it was probably like thirty minutes, like the last hurrah from wherever we were going. And it was like, all right, what are we gonna do? We went to the, you know, place to quote unquote get food, (laughs) and it was like, all right, this is the last chance for Guinness. So 9 a.m. in the morning is officially when it was. And for the record. I left because I had the earliest flight, so I only had one. And I know for sure you guys definitely had more than
2: one. When you guys, Oh, I've had breakfast guinness before. That's the yeah. early, early in the day. I thought you were in my life. Yeah, early... yeah, was... no, I'm oh, glad. in your life? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no oh, yeah, oh.
1: London Heathrow <laughs> is, I believe, where that was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the, at the, Virgin, at the Virgin Club? Yeah. Yeah. That breakfast was that, was that before or after your massage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i'm, I'm pro, not telling
2: this should have been on, have been on, on last week's podcast but travel tip it, like, if,
1: it probably should have been before pro tip there's a
2: free massage or a free spa service at the virgin travel club uh uh uh, uh i actually got a haircut there once <laughs>
1: um,
2: nice and, uh, yeah, yeah um though actually i actually I got into an, i got into a little tiff there um, with uh, the, the barman because I asked for a gimlet. And they're like, I don't know how to make a gimlet. I was like, how do you not know how to make a gimlet in London? Like, yeah.
1: That's pretty basic, at, yeah. At
2: the, at the, at the, yeah. well
1: Interesting. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Anyhow, we are totally off-brand right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we talking, off talking about mentors, mentors or we? Here, <laughs> here I'm pouring
1: more wine. I'm pouring more wine. <laughs> all right. True okay. form of Scott. What, what yeah, you yeah, you yeah all right. Right. So Way We're off the
0: rails. We're off the rails. All right, so do you guys... what
1: does your wine glass say? Boss lady. Boss nice
0: Absolutely. It's my um, work
1: nickname. I cringe every time they oh, use I, I it, and then I finally boss- decided to embrace it. So. I was hoping it said boss bitch. Sorry. That one's next. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> own it. Own it. I'm I'm waiting for someone to actually call me a bitch to my face before I get that one. <laughs> it's coming. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, the fabulous Melissa with the with the boss glass. uh mm-hmm. Boss Lady Glass. Uh, mm-hmm. lovely. All right, so we have to we have to move it we could we gotta move this along. I mean we could do this for like three hours. I mean
1: Scott, you are in charge. <laughs> I
0: am. That's, that's
1: this gonna... is your job right now. All
0: right. I, all I could think about right now is like as soon as this is over, I'm gonna go down and have myself a bowl of cornflakes. Like totally, that's like I'm, what I'm craving. Because I got, I have like bananas How do you have down there. I have
2: cornflakes in the house, Scott. I hate Damn. you right now. I don't
0: have, I don't. I actually, I don't have cornflakes in the house. So, but you know what? I'm, I might Uber Eats me some, uh, no. some cornflakes. Yeah. Actually, does, my, my, does my, know what I'm
2: gonna have after this? Cornflakes. What? If it has been paying attention to Instagram?
1: Ooh, I have not. But no. now I'm going to
2: Cheez- che- cheesy poofs or cheesy puffs, whatever they're called.
1: <gasps> cheesy poofs.
2: Yes. Nice. What, yeah. what's the craving for cheesy poops? um they were on an end cap at the supermarket this week and so i, I looked at them <laughs> and i decided to i decided to look at the calorie count of them and th- th- yes yes <laughs> they're 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 150 calories for 32. <laughs> so mm. i can eat them guilt-free
0: so 64 and you're <laughs> yeah.
2: yes, exactly. Good. Exactly. Good. 64 to match the glass of wine right exactly yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! I totally lost my train of thought. I forget and what yeah, I was just going to so say. Anyway, l- l- right. l- so got l- to so, yeah, get back so, onto
2: the second topic of the day.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah we are, we are, because we could, we could do this forever. All right. So, um, uh, Actually, tech if men- you're
2: listening to this right now, we're going long. So you know, pour yourself another glass.
0: <laughs> we'll get, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll edit. You know, we'll edit it. No, we won't. Um, okay. I don't have the time so, to edit it So, so, <laughs> so tech mentors. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious about Melissa. I, because I, because I, I work with Colin closely for several years and he worked with a lot of the people that i work with when we were kind of like coming up so you know our our you know when you draw the venn diagram there are going to be some names that are definitely going to be on the outside for Mm -hmm. sure there'll be a couple hopefully that are kind of in that intersecting intersecting part of the the venn diagram but i know melissa who will not name names um has thoughts so melissa Tell us who, tell us why, give us, give, give us the, uh, spill the tea, tell us what's going on.
1: Spill the tea. So, um, what I will say about mentors is I've done this a lot, <laughs> um, both mentoring and being mentored. And I found what works for me is to make sure that I have some kind of professional chemistry with the person. And sometimes my mentor ended up being my boss, and sometimes they ended up being an entirely other person. And I will say that your mentor being your boss, there there are pluses and minuses to that, because you can't always come to them honestly, because they're going to grade you on it. <laughs> so um, so mentors that weren't my boss is wheres is where I'll kind of focus. And... Um, The first one in recent history comes to mind, probably had the biggest impact, was um, someone from when I worked at EMC before it became Dell EMC, and I was looking to put myself out there more and be more social and kind of build a bit more of a personal brand. And this person seemed to have a lot of these things figured out. He had his own podcast. He was doing a lot of cool things with his blog and talking about things, and people seem to know who he was. And um, he's also really good at picking great caps. So, <laughs> so. Um,
0: and he knows a great place to get a steak, if you just so and, happen to and be... he wears a lot of orange? Da- down <laughs> so, so. He might
1: wear a lot of orange, yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, so and, this and, person... In addition to kind of giving me the rules of the road and tips and tricks for for social media presence, podcasting, starting starting your own personal brand, he also set me up with some other people in the industry as mentors that were really interesting. So it wasn't a situation where it was like this person was my single source of truth. He, he gave me quite a few connections that also ended up becoming mentors.
2: Nice. Did did he broker the relationship with the Canadian?
1: The Canadian. Because
2: the reason I met you was for the Canadian.
0: Oh, wait. We're going way inside baseball here.
1: Ooh.
2: And would you consider the Canadian a mentor?
1: Ooh. That's a good question.
2: You
0: want to think about it?
1: I'm going to think about that. Yeah. You think okay, about that.
0: Cool. See? Here we go. Now we're all well, going like, yeah, to have the, the some personal is, actually, self-inspection happening. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, totally, yeah, no, totally.
2: I awesome. already did it when Melissa was talking. I was like, This is why I love of, picking the my, topics.
0: These are the hard of, ones that we have to think about. But,
2: yeah, no, this, is a good one. this is a good one because like it didn't require a lot of prep, but it's like a lot of um, Because um, easily, you know, all, I could quickly name off a bunch of mentors who were my bosses. Um, yeah. You know, both, you know, at EMC, Sensei seems and actually there's only one you know i can come up with quickly who's who's not um you know or before M C as well so it's, just, it's interesting it's that's an interesting i hadn't thought about that yeah um but yeah. yeah
0: yeah i would say so so i have i have a couple and there's mm-hmm. two that that sure. stand out and mm-hmm. um at, at you know at a point in time during my career i, I did work for both of them but I don't think I actually connected on kind of like going out and like actually like, you know, not having to like get an inspection around, hey, is this right? Is this wrong? What else do you need me to do? You know, kind of the worker bee stuff, but actually just wanting to, you know, get their thoughts and, and input on, you know, different things. So it, it started off as, you know, being, you know, basically reporting into them. Um, but then it kind of branched out. But but the people, the the, the two that I'm thinking of, I think the thing that was interesting about them is that they frustrated the hell out of me when I first started to work for them because they they pushed harder than most people would in terms of you know the quality and just you know what are you doing and and not just you know being able to kind of phone it in because they would push because and they were right because it was like okay so. This is it. This doesn't make sense. This isn't connected. This is just a bunch of slides or a bunch of words or whatever it is. You know, you gotta tighten it up. And who you? And they would ask the questions around. You know, who's the audience? You know, the one that from one of them that I still use today was probably the the best advice that I had ever gotten in the last I'll well, say 15 years was that when you're trying to you know when you're having a conversation, especially with technical folks, and they're pitching some you know gadget feature, whatever it is ask them the simple question, what problem are you trying to solve? And based on the answer that you get, you learn a lot about what it is, how, how that person is wired and what they're ultimately trying to achieve. Because what I find is that it's not a it's not a problem from a user perspective that might be the key thing that they're thinking about. It's more of an internal problem or a problem that that person has a solution because they understand the underlying technology and they know, hey, if we could connect these things and make it do this, then you know people would like us. Okay, but, but what problem are we trying to solve and what are the other ways that we might look to do that that are more efficient, have a better user experience, are, are things that even exist today, right? So how do you kind of, and, and again, the best advice I'd ever gotten and, and the person that would throw that out you know would would do that with very senior level people that were had a very successful track record and they would get very frustrated at i don't think not knowing the answer to the question because i think they they had it you know different vectors in terms of of, of how they would answer it but just being challenged with something so basic right? What problem are you trying to solve? Well, what do you mean? You obviously don't understand what I'm trying to do here because you can't even understand the problem that I'm trying to solve. And again, there are different levels in terms of what you really mean when you say, hey, I'm trying to solve this problem. And well, What is that problem who's that problem is this something again you know to, to go through that and it's something that i used to say and for the newer folks that i you know we bring into the organization that's one of the first conversations that i have with them is you know before you do anything make sure not that you know the problem that you're trying to solve but that you understand it because if someone's rattled off a whole bunch of gobbledygook because you've been here for six months and you don't know what any of these terms and all these things mean don't be intimidated because you need to be able to internalize what that is. Because if you don't understand it, then it, it doesn't matter that you can repeat it. You don't really know exactly what we're trying to do and what is the ultimate goal, right? Mm-hmm. So
2: anyway, I'm I'm going along tonight. But no, but no, was... no, so who... no, no. So no. Can, can I ask? A, can I ask? A, it's interesting because. It, oh. Can I ask which men, can you can you code the rest of us to, without saying a name? Which mentor that was?
0: Well, the one the one around the problem to solve, we all know and love him, right? Okay, well, okay got it. We, yes, didn't, yes. we didn't we didn't at the time,
2: mm-hmm.
0: so it was something that it was uh it was a uh, you know it was it was always an interesting relationship, but the the other person that I worked for, she was really tough on me, you know, early on in my career because. You know, I I got it. I knew the technology. I could do this all day long, and it was it was very simple to me. And I I'd done so many so like things like launches and you know writing you know writing about products and things like that. I'd done a bajillion of these, and I just understood it. And I could just easily whip it out. Just kind of like sitting at a piano and knowing. The keys to touch in order to to play the music it all just made sense to me and I would just be like all right move on move on move on but she, she was she was she was really hard and I used to tell her all the time you know we had we had this amazing love-hate relationship and hopefully she'll listen so I might flip at the link um, and, and the love-hate relationship was that um, she well how did I say it I love she oh god she's she, singing a racer song she loved to hate you i <laughs> i i i loved that she hated me or at That's least that i felt that she hated me mm-hmm. but um but i you know um i, I uh, anyway forget it I, i'm losing i have to write it down because i forget how i exactly worded it but it was a love-hate relationship for many many years so anyway good experience there so two people so
2: so, I mean, I think, I think Scott's an important point. For me, all of my mentors have always set the bar really high and pushed. I think mm-hmm. that's you know, I, I don't know what it says about our personalities, but like, you know, it's like you know, set the bar to something that's almost impossible to achieve, and you know, I love you for it, right? But. Um, um, but again, I think the, your first mentor, um, you know I also consider one of mine. Um, I never worked for that person for him, uh, but always worked with him. and like you know he, and he was actually saying correctly, he was always someone who wasn't a boss. So he was someone I could go in and, and shoot the shit particularly when I was having issues with my boss who was that next to him? <laughs> <I> just <laughs> make sure I didn't speak too loudly through the walls. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, and and you know he always gave me a different perspective. and what I loved about him was he talked straight, he didn't bullshit it, you know when i you know and, and and this is also a general theme for most of my mentors like you know when i fucked up so you fucked up i don't um you know i don't know if he admitted it about himself but it was always like he was like hey you know i'm gonna tell you boom 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 and it was just that no nonsense no bullshit relationship that really helped and you know uh, you know i've you guys know that on uh, a couple years ago i wrote down a list of 33 rules that i had learned from people and like you know there's a good chunk of those rules that came from him um you know and um and i think um you know i didn't get that for me because you know, i didn't work that clo- as as close as you just got for me it was always it was cut to the point figure it out you know i guess i, guess I got the understanding of sort of but you know the other thing i learned from him is uh, having been on the receiving end of of presenting in front of him etc and i think i think i remember like you know when i first started and he would go after you he would you know any sign of weakness you know he was like a shark there was blood in the water he would go after you and then and then drill 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 to see what you understood and then at some point like he stopped doing that. He just gave me credit. He's like, you you, you understand? Like, okay, you've defended yourself. You defend your thesis enough. I'm going to give you the credit, you know, unless I know you're wrong. Um, and so that was a, but it was interesting. It taught me a lot about, you know, to your point, Scott. Know your shit. Bring bring back bring backup if you don't know your shit, because that's the other. That's the way I got around it. I was like, hey, I can't know everything, but I'm going to bring you know a smart tech guy, I'm a smart finance guy, and I'm going to have them in the room. And if if the conversation goes there, I was like, oh, I don't know that answer, but you know, you know. John here or Susan here can, can do it yeah so I, I learned that instinct from having <laughs> to defend against him you know
0: what, what I what I remember is like I had dealt with like a lot of people and what's the best way to say this they were they were what I would describe as being sort of passively aggressive right they were kind of on board but you weren't really he was serious. aggressively aggressive <laughs> he was he was actively aggressive and so you knew where he stood which was kind of refreshing right yeah yeah you you know there was there was the line and you knew were you over there were you over here and like there was to to, to cross to cross in between it was you know it was it was hard obviously if you're over there Mm -hmm. to come over here in in that person's line but i think it was also hard if you were here to cross the line to go back over there and i think that's what made him a great person because you could be here and if you strayed to Accident? Not accidentally, but just ended up over there. And even if you were over there, he would still con- consider. Yeah, you to yeah, be, yeah. He wasn't yeah, here. He was, so. he was all
2: about. It was all about the work and the knowledge, and not the person. And he came yeah,
0: up, yeah, up, yeah, up, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. And then, so my my other one I want to talk about. I'll, I'll come back to. It's actually, we're gonna we are gonna go long. Um, was was the one who sat next to him again? You know, and so I don't think you consider him a mentor, Scott. But um, for me, super important mentor. Um, you know, taught me a lot about. Uh, a lot about everything, like you know, so it really helped me mature as a professional, um, you know. And you know, he's, he's responsible for what I'm doing now, and for, in a you know in, in a crazy way, because I could, he basically said you've been complaining about marketing, go help me fix it, <laughs> and so I would not, I would never go to marketing otherwise. Um, but he, um, but again, you know, it's you know, things like you know, know you. I mean, he's you know, we're all of us are difficult personalities. I get that. I'm a difficult person I work for as well, you know. But like, you know. Understanding your product. If you're if you, if you're a product manager, know your product, know everything about it. Don't just know what some engineer told you, what you know, what someone else tells you. Understand who buys it. You know, you know what it's sold for, what the prices are. You know, you know
0: what, what we, it does,
2: and even more importantly, what it doesn't, doesn't how, do. Exactly yes, yes, yes. And what it does doesn't do. Exactly. Pros and yes, cons. Yeah, yeah. All and the pros be honest with yourself. Know your up. know your Ps. Know your Ps. Um, product price positioning. You know, you know partners. Whatever, whatever placement. You know, the, Placement, placement, was the fourth, right? The fourth piece. Yeah, yeah. It's, Here we go. Yeah, and no no know, know it all. And he told me, he told me a lot about know it, you know. And, and he helped me to own it. And, and, and it was the comments that you should know this. You should be authoritative for it, you know. And I get, you know, working in California, everybody's upset with it. Who's Was it the, who's the um, the famous quote? Is it is it a Bezos quote or something like? Oh no, or Gates quote? Product managers should be mini GMS, you know. Everybody hmm. in California is up around that. And like, they think, that's like, no, just oh, know your fucking product. You don't have to be a GM. Just be authoritative. Be the source of truth about it and, and be the person to go to for that. And, he, and as he said, he said, and he was the first person who actually taught me to build a brand. He said, mm-hmm. build a brand, pick a couple cor- things and be known as Colin's the guy to go to for X or Y or Z. You know, and you, know, you, don't, you don't have to be everything, but you have to be two or three things that you have to go to. And that was an, a light bulb going off for me, you know. Um, you know, he also taught me some things like you know, like never edit PowerPoint slides in front of people because they'll just nitpick you forever. <laughs> but uh, that's, uh, uh, that's a, but that's different yes. story. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's great you advice. By the way, so
0: so Colin remembers this different individual where we would sit in a meeting, and we would put a slide up, and the person sitting in the power seat at the end of the table, and God bless him, I love him to death. Um, he would look at the slide, and he would say, "Who can tell me what's wrong?" with this slide do you remember Colin? yes <laughs> right and you always knew it was going to happen and it would be like and everybody would be looking around it be like okay you know the logo's wrong you know one of the bullets on the line wraps to a second line and if you got rid of two words it would all fit on the same there's always something it was like things that we should have caught but we missed for for whatever reasons but and I know Colin knows this the trick that we would play and hopefully he listens to this and he'll probably chuckle is that we would we would put a white herring on the a red herring i'm sorry a red herring on the slide where like the first slide we would make just this obvious like mistake right where you know you'd use it like just something like an internal name that you know you're not supposed to use you put it there but like you can't call it that or Whatever it was, or just the formatting, or something like so obvious, like everybody's gonna see this and be like, "Okay, why'd you do this? This looks ridiculous." And if you did that and you got it out of the way, then you know you wouldn't. The beatings would definitely tail off because they'd be like, "Oh my God, how could I?" Not realize that you know I got your title wrong right on the slide. That was a big thing actually. God forbid you got the title wrong. You missed a senior or whatever. It was yeah. like oh geez.
2: Well, and, and that's the same thing that the you know the my boss, the, the neighbor of your boss, taught me. He's like he's like, you know, pe- there people are going to pick. Give them something to pick on, give them, and give them something that you can defend. You know, whether it's just a title on a slide or a fact, you know people want to feel like they've contributed. Yes, that's it. Give them an easy way to contribute, and then they'll they'll back off, and they won't be looking for something else. Like, you know, direct them yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, Melissa, your turn. <laughs>
1: goodness. Okay. Um, I, I'd say I'm kind of going to break from the not direct reports and talk about somebody who... I am reporting to, or or was reporting to, I guess I should say, um, in that that I'm still learning a lot from this person. (laughs) And um, I think one of the big things with this one is there's a lot to be said for working in a field that's a bit undefined. So um, the role I'm in now is technically a marketing role, but it's not like a well-defined marketing role. So there's all these things where where I'm just kind of sticking my finger in the air and going, this seems like a really good thing to do. It seems like the right thing based on what I know about community and product and field and all these other aspects of marketing. This seems like the thing we should focus on and measure and do t- to get an impact, right? And it's it's weird because it's fun because you get to be creative and kind of throw things together and see what works and what doesn't. But it's also frustrating because because it's harder to kind of explain what you do and evangelize your impact to the business and to the company. And I'm fortunate enough to work for a company that um, my impact to the business is understood even if I can't point to a number and say, this is how we make the bottom line, right? but um, but I think kind of embracing that creativity and a little bit of that chaos and and finding ways to measure and and do all that stuff i I've learned a lot over the past few years about um about what it means to kind of to kind of trailblaze a little bit and in a segment that's growing but is a little uh not a lot of mind share around it right now.
0: So I have a question for you. So, um, so when someone asks you what you do, I want—I want to ask. I'm not going to even ask you what you would say, but I'm going to ask you how many answers to that question do you have? Because it all depends on who's asking. It's like, okay, your kids, mom, what do you do all day? There's the answer that you give that person. And then there's, you know, someone (laughs) that you work with that kind of actually understands and they say, well, what do you do? And now you have to give that answer. And then you have somebody that's kind of like in the middle of the road where, you know, you're, I don't know, you're, you're, you're picking up, you know, your dry cleaning at the laundry or what, I don't even know what it is, but someone says, Oh, so, so what do you do? And then like, so how many answers do you have to that?
1: Oh goodness, there there could be a lot, right? There's the kids' answer. There's the adults' answer. There's the other technologist's answer. But yeah. there's a great presentation on this by um, by a guy that I saw do a keynote, and his name is um, Paul Hinsey. and he's he's great at this. <laughs> um, he happens to lead Terraform Engineering, but um, but he was talking through. I think it was 2018. At, at a conference talking through how he told people at a barbecue what he does and he kind of built through it and it was beautiful but um, I tell them I work in technology. I tell them that I run a team of highly talented individuals who are also technologists that focus on enabling other technologists and that's it. Like. Mm. We
2: <laughs> that, that actually is it's succinct but descriptive. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like I lead a technical team of people who love to make other technical people happy. And that's really all yeah. I care about, right? <laughs> and it's very broad, but it it's what I do.
0: <laughs> what's the what's the the the, the like dumbest down version that you would give. into So like someone asks you what you do and you're just like okay you don't even want to like talk about what you want to do. You just want to answer the question and move on. Yeah, what's yeah. the like what's the, you're not saying like I'm an accountant right? It's not like. like what no.
1: I tell them I work in technology and I spend all my days on video calls that's funny that's that's the shortest version i work in technology my whole day is spent on video calls explaining technology or so that's that's so my my
0: my answer my answer is i work for a company that you know that sells pcs but i can't fix your pc (laughs) right
1: (laughs) that's what i say yeah yeah i i can fix your pc i won't
2: Here's, here's my pithy one. And it's again, it's, it's sort of dismissive because, it, 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 you know, it goes nowhere in a conversation, um, but it's just like, hey, I'll tell you what I'm done. I don't want to talk about it anymore because I figure you're not going to understand or, you know, you don't care or whatever. Yeah, um, uh, I say I do technology marketing. Basically, I'm a geek who can speak. <laughs>
0: Yes. Look at you. You got the <laughs> you got the alliteration. Of course. Adoration. Yeah,
2: nice. I want that nice. to be a T. You know what? You could have used that creativity on,
0: on the register article to be able to that.
2: I was, like, I oh my God. I
0: was <laughs> waiting for the opportunity to bring that one up. I was like, exactly. How could you not see that? It's like perfect. I can't believe he missed that. Anyway, I'm sorry.
2: I w i was that I was he Chris did interview from that one, so yeah.
0: That was a good title. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: I I need to um, see this register article now. Is it Melior?
0: Yeah, I don't know whether it's on it my was... no no
2: it's on my Facebook. You, you, it's from my Facebook from Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. Um, oh
0: yeah, you posted to I, Instagram too. That's I posted, where I saw it.
2: Did I post it on
0: Instagram? Uh, I think so. Yeah, oh no, you know, Twitter. You tweeted, I, I tweet, I tweeted you tweeted it. I posted I tweeted it. tweeted it. Yeah well. yeah, yeah. Well. yeah that was it. That was yeah, it. Yeah. it. That was it. Yeah, 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 it was
2: like the best tech the best tech headline ever. Right.
1: Oh yeah, I did see that. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah it, it was it, it, very. It, it was, oh my goodness. Definitely it, it, was alliteration. Alliteration, but it was alliteration with words that made absolutely no sense. Five of them. So yeah, awesome.
1: Hitachi Ventara musters Kubernetes cluster, bluster buster. <laughs> yes. C W yeah. Developer Network. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was a, very of course Meller,
2: Of course, Meller had to come up with that. Yeah. Um, that was um, But um, but no. So I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna do also a non tech mentor. Okay. Um, and I'm going to get weird here a bit, but you know, Scott, no homo. I've always considered you a mentor. Me? Um, yes. Oh, yes. Exactly, stop. Yeah. No, Please. and, and not, not that I'm saying that you're old or older. <laughs> oh um, my God. I wasn't even
1: thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> no, r- rub the older in, rub it in. <laughs> oh, Jesus this is your moment.
2: I did, well, but uh, you know, a
1: but you know, a, you'd work. I mean,
2: like you know, you'd worked at EMC a lot longer than I had. You know, but but things. so there's some of that. You know, just knowing the culture. So was, I was
0: already know. bitter, jaded. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, but but also, I mean, what you 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 challenged me in a different way because you and I are. You know, there's there's a portion of that we're alike, but there's a portion where we're very different. Yeah. yeah. And and you make me. You've always made me. Just being with you made me think differently. It's like, hey. Don't accept norms. Don't Well, know. I would
0: I would I would there was nothing more I love to do than to debate you on stuff.
2: Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: No, that was great. That was great because that, that was a good because, you know, it was a a respectful, you know, what's the end game? We always had, you know, what are we trying to do? Yeah. How do we make this better? I mean, it wasn't Never did it have anything to do with you know I'm right you're right. No,
2: it was no, never it was okay. ever ever about that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Or, or effect, oh yeah. Whatever.
2: Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, but well. but what I always thought about is, is like you, you know you come at of, what I always liked and I still think about this like is like you know it's like what would Scott think about this like you know what would Scott say here like <laughs> oh, how you know that. Because, you know, no, no I mean, I, I think we should go before. get another bottle of wine, I think. I think we've I think we've told the story before. But, you know, it, 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 I tell all the time, you know, when I when I use an example, of learn to think differently, you know, and not because I'm an Apple guy, whatever. I said, think differently, nothing different. But like, you know, we were trying to do this stage presentation and it did, you know, Scott came up with a great idea, but it didn't work with the way the product was structured. Right. We needed someone to walk out of the product. Mm hmm. Um, and and the product didn't have a door. <laughs> Other products of ours had a door. This one didn't. Um, and and Scott said, you know, I was like, we can't do that, Scott. We don't have a door. And I, I shut down a good idea early. And Scott's like, no, we'll make a door. <laughs> like you know, Create yeah. I was like, duh. Of course. Yes. Exactly. You know, think about the outcome first, and then figure out how to figure out how to get to that success. You know. Right. Look at the end in mind, and don't don't be constrained by the limitations of you know. Don't think you know, and you know again, this is one of my you know rules in my thirty three rules. Scott is, f- you know, figure out success, and then what the path is to that to that success. Don't start you know, argue with yourself and naysay about you know we can't do this or whatever. You know, put everything on the table and figure out what's possible to get the results you want. Yeah, so you know, I well, that, yeah.
0: Well, that was always great because you know the relationship that we had is that if I could get you to buy into it and and support it mm-hmm. then i could like really go and, and yeah. do it and do it the right yeah. way but- right so it was like the the video that we did where we recreated mm-hmm. the um the beatles mm-hmm. abbey road album mm-hmm. cover right mm-hmm. god and and that whole thing started the whole thing started where i was like oh man wouldn't it be cool if me colin we got two other people and it was um robin and Verena, mm-hmm. and we could dress up like the way the Beatles looked when they crossed Abbey Road, because I used to walk into the building, and every time I'd walk in, I would see this crosswalk. And for some reason, it just one day, it was like, oh, my God, it looks like Abbey Road. And I would always think of it as Abbey Road. And all I wanted to <laughs> <laughs> was to get an opportunity to, to be able to walk do yeah. <laughs> to, 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 to do it. We almost all lost our jobs you know yeah, because, okay, the, you person, with Fatima, because so the person that picture
2: because oh the person the person. Oh, I the, I, I've never known that. Oh my God! I hate you. So, the person in charge was from Ireland,
0: and she hated, hated, yes. hated, so, hated the Beatles. Again, it was,
2: it was, we were launching a new. Uh, we were revitalizing our product. Oh so I bought into the whole, Scott didn't tell me this. I bought in the whole product of revolution the Beatles yeah, yeah. and I right, pitched right. this cuz I had the like, fishes. I still throw. have the video
0: I'll p- I'll put it on my yeah. YouTube page and I'll I had put it the actual one
2: yeah I I'll I'll
0: but but it was I, like it was I, like all right so I here we go so so I we this Fidemma, go, we'll put it together but then but then the Beatles and I'm like
2: Philuma I don't care she's like this is a But people still hate the Beatles she hated me for weeks after that
0: but there's two things about that number 1 you know people still remember that video because they're like oh cool because we were kind of this You know, stodgy, just kind of, you know, we would have, you know, basically... Everything would look like a, a a terrorist interview where you'd have some, you know, exec up there and they would do a video and be like, Well, you know what? We have this product and it does this, and you know, you'd have you know, at one point in time there were other people that would sit there with a clipboard asking pre-written questions and it would just like make and then we went out and we did something like for for a, a big event. I mean, there were thousands of people at this thing, so it was an internal event, and we made a video and everybody was like, That was pretty cool, right? So number one, You know, we we were able to kind of break out because it was something that we hadn't done before in terms of just trying to be, you know, different and and be entertaining and inspirational versus trying to be educational to people that didn't want to be educated. Right. Um, So, you know, that was that was that was one of the, you know, the big fun pieces of that. The second fun piece was that we went around and we didn't we didn't film. Anybody, there were no execs. It was people in the organization. Just random shots where we would say, hey, listen, everybody come to this conference room and you're going to hold up a sign. Hey, everybody go in the data center and someone's going to pop out from one of the raised floor tiles and then somebody said to me, Hey, how did you get facilities to let you go ahead and stick somebody underneath the raised floor? And it was like, listen, the kid was in his twenties. It's all right. It's not like it would have been a huge liability. But it was like stuff like that that we could get away with when home would question it. But you know, that was that was because of you because you'd be like, yeah, it was a good idea. But again, the initial inspiration was different than, you know, the actual thing that we put together. But it, we did have to come back, and we did have to have the crew, and we did not have to dress up because I just wanted to have yeah. that one <laughs> yeah. picture after we did yeah. the uh, the video. Matter of fact, no, Robin it, just it, she just retweeted that like a couple of
2: weeks yeah, ago I, 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 like I, I posted a face about, because it came up my memories about we did in the fall. Um, but no, but what, what you really caught me taught was um, was that you know it, you you really opened a whole creative aspect for me. It's like hey, you know, once you once you throw off the constraints of you know of reality, you can be creative. And then, and that was sort of what, the the number one thing I took away from you. And like, you know, you know, and I one of the other mentors I was going to talk about. I may not talk about um, now was someone who's like, you know, gave me a review on LinkedIn and talked about how, you know, how creative I am and how that's unique in the industry. And I credit that to you because, like, it literally that you know, once you throw off the shackles of reality and say, hey, let's 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 assume anything's possible and see what happens. That just yeah. makes you creative, you know. Hey, how do we get there? Yeah, yeah. But but I think
0: the other part of that is that you know you also have to. You you also have to get your head around the fact that not every one of these is going to be a good idea, right?
2: No, so, no but yeah, but, yeah. but no, you don't you don't have to kill. No, but you 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 try it, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, there there are a video, lot of good
2: ones. We've done some shitty ones, Scott. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there 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 are some videos that we've done, right? That and there are a couple of them that are just epic, like mm-hmm. you know the um um the soup dictator, right? That one I still I have that on my YouTube oh page. Oh my God! Oh. And I still get maybe a dozen or two people like hitting on that um you know a month, and it's like, here's something that's like, I don't know how many years is it like maybe 10 years, probably longer than that. That we did that video, but I still have people that will go ahead and and so that one was you know a home run. And then you know, the ultimate failure was obviously the bubble machine, right? That will always
2: work. Yep, we know, don't, we don't even
0: say, yeah. <laughs> the bubble machine, which you know, in, in 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 you know, for running it for like 20 seconds, it was like the most amazing thing in an empty auditorium. <laughs> but then once you filled it with people and you ran it for 60 seconds, it was, you know, it was like the um, the Hindenburg explosion where you had people running out because they were being showered on by soap. Oh, that was an epic fail. But, yeah, all right, so, oh, yeah. yeah. well, thank you. It's all, It was always fun, always fun,
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: for yeah, sure. And, and,
2: by the way, I always consider, like, you mean, you know, again, like, again like you know, you, Scott, you've always, you know, in addition to the creativity, you know, the, the no-limits concept, you've also looked like you you forced me to up my powerpoint game <laughs> like just just to even be close to you right yes. yeah
0: yeah it's um uh, you know it's a, it's a, so it's funny because i you know now that i had you know more no i wouldn't say free time but more time where like i wasn't traveling and i didn't have to worry about going from point a to point b so more time to sit in front of the keyboard and in the last year um i started doing some more content stuff which You know it's 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 you forget right it's like oh my god this is still kind of fun and you're still playing with things and you know you could be a little edgy and kind of you know just try and come up with some different things and people look at it be like okay it's kind of cool but we can't use that so um the biggest thing that i miss is your um your uh subscription to um, Shutterstock. <laughs> oh man, when you when you were paying for that, and even after you left the company for like a year, you didn't cancel the subscription, so I still well, look. Because I paid for, for you in advance.
2: I paid for you in advance. That's probably
0: what it was. But it was like, oh my god, I have all this art. I, it's like having a box of crayons and just like yeah. being able to do you know whatever you want with it. So that yeah. was um, that was yeah. that was always fun. So anyway,
2: uh, funny funny story. I just um I just literally just upgraded for next year. Ooh, I can I get the? Do I get I, the uh, ID? I remember, remember, remember I bet you I I can guess.
0: I bet you, I could still guess the password because it's probably. The no, same no, 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 no. All that right. password
2: was deliberately, because I, 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 knew I was going to share it with you, and and.
0: Yeah, I, the there people. were a bunch of people because yeah, I, you could and, see and so like who it downloaded was stuff. Yeah, Easy yeah, yeah. to
2: remember and not related to any of my passwords, um, um, but. Um, i just upgraded for 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 next year and remember that they were like you and i were the heavy users and a couple of the people on my team would use it right and we had 35 images a month and there were a couple of months where like you know like particularly leading up to emc world things where like we were we were like you know down to under 10 images and we're like you know you know wait, wait make sure you download this you know the, the watermark sample etc um my new plan for a team of 10 10 named users so not you know one password we've shared like a Ugh. Netflix account for yeah. 10 names users 750 images a month really i feel like yeah i feel like i'm a kid in the candy store i was like yes yeah
0: my god yeah, that's like, oh awesome god. Yeah, yeah
2: i was like great yeah, yeah all
0: right so you're you are now efficient because now that you have access to all this artwork you're officially responsible for finding the new um um, uh, logo image for the, uh, for the, look, for the, for the podcast. Well, yeah, because yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I, because like I didn't have, so I had to go back to like all the old stuff that I had already downloaded to find what we have right but there. You, you can search
2: on Sutterstock, Scott, and send me the link and I could pay for it.
0: <laughs> alright, oh, well, yeah, okay, alright.
2: <laughs> whatever, I'll, I'll look to it. Yeah, I'll look to it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or I could just pay whatever it is that they're charging for a particular image, but I've never fallen in love. That's the thing is like I don't feel like I could commit to just like an image because I always like to like download them because they were they weren't free. You were paying for them, so for me they were free, so I could you know I could do like ten of them just to see you know which ones I like the most well, and I would, I'm the same I would way, have you
2: know, like, I I you know I, I'm the same way and like that's why I say I like this plan because like you know you could do the watermark ones for free, but then like you have to once you pick it you have to go back and choose and like I actually want to see the real ones and like I may a, a month or two later I may say oh I had that one I downloaded it. come back it's just you know I get yeah. Yeah, so I have I have an external drive with all my Shutterstock images from the last three companies. <laughs>
0: we'll edit that out. <laughs> no, no way, it's
2: fine. It's, fine. it's
0: fine. Yeah, no, it's all licensed, right? So, it's all yeah, licensed, yeah, license, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no. right. Well, that was the thing. It's like, at least it was like licensed because you had to actually, you know, and, and you had to say what you were using it for, right? Is it for, you know, social media? Is it for presentations or for whatever, right? So um, there was some control there, but then we lost access to it. So, all right, so we're at, we're over an hour. We got to, we got to wrap this. I mean, we're having fun and we may continue after this, but um, mm-hmm. we have, so, so Colin and I were discussing this a couple of minutes. We we got onto the, uh, onto the, um, uh, the zoom a little bit early. So, so Colin is on the three. I'm on the three plus one. Melissa's on the three plus two. So this was episode 34. And it's important to note, we, we, Unofficially we way went past the 100 bottle mark a long time ago in terms of the three of us since we started this but you know this is the official official in terms of you know the 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 metrics that we can absolutely quantify as meets minimum requirements so we're at 34 so we over 100 uh, 100 bottles uh, for sure so we've got episode 35 coming up um, and that is going to be Melissa's show and I know she's putting in a lot of thought and a lot of consideration into the wine, as well as the topic. I think I, I could write down the wine right now because I think I know what she's going to pick. But the topic, I have no idea. So we'll let you know. We'll, we'll, well let you pick.
1: Well, why people. don't you tell me what you think I'm going to pick?
0: I'm not going to tell you because if I tell you that and then you pick it, then you're not going to want to pick it.
1: That's untrue. I'm going with Chilean wine.
0: Ooh. Okay. Ooh. All right. Ooh. I thought. I thought. I thought we Which... were all going to go with a Chianti. That no, would be no, the next no, 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 no. We've done, done Italy,
1: We've done Italy.
2: We've done, yeah. yeah. Let's,
1: All right. Let's, we're yeah, let's, we're so going Chilean but, line yeah, and we're yeah. going robots.
0: Robots? So, yes. Ooh, oh, robots. snap. Okay. Mm, robots.
2: Okay, cool. Hmm. Oh, I, I have a great, I have a great Chilean, is, Do I have any left? In I have, inventory? I have a robot
0: that I. Yeah, talk I know. To I was, was going to say. Yes. I, have two. I have two. My, my, we mine works. Does, your, does yours work? Be a great show. Oh, yes,
2: both I'm of excited. yeah, these work.
0: Yeah. All right. So we'll have to have the robots. These, these are new from then. Disney
2: in, in the um, a couple months ago.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't oh, know that they way, actually. By the
2: way, okay. Um, oh, 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 you got the Apple
0: Two. Yes. No, wrong, wrong. That's an, that's an Apple One.
2: Nope. That's a Lisa. Yes, it's
0: Elisa. Yes. It's oh, Lisa. it's Elisa. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. one
2: of the ten thousand. Yes. Yes.
0: Well played. Wow. Does it still? Does it still boot?
2: It's all the boots. I have the operating system. Yep. I had. Yeah. Um, so God bless social media. <laughs> it's like I, you know, I had it and I, I when I got it, I n- it never had a mouse, and that was the reason I got it. I was like, <laughs> and I posted something about it. when I posted a picture of it on Facebook about, hey, it's finally home because I had it. I had it in, in Boston, and I was going to put it in my office in Boston. Um, and then I left. And so it was sitting in Providence and I didn't want to fly it back here. And so a friend was driving from Providence out here. And so I was like, please, 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 please move me out here. I was like, take it. You know, I'll do whatever you want. And he did. Um, and so I posted about it and um, I got here and I posted it. And like I said, like, you know, if someone asked him, Cause say he works, but doesn't have a mouse. Someone freaking went on Etsy and found me a mouse for it. Like I said, here, buy this. <laughs> I was like Yeah, I was like, thank you. I was like I owe you yeah. So I, I know it's not it's not complete. I have the operating system disk and everything. Yeah.
0: Excellent. you should do your next presentation on it just to prove that it still works. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yes. You should?
0: Yeah. You should do you have a dot matrix printer that you can <laughs> oh, use to hook
2: it up to That's right, yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh man. okay. Chilean right. wines
2: and robots, okay.
0: <laughs> Chilean wines and and uh yes, and uh, and robots. so it should be fantastic. All right, so well, here we are well,
2: episode... do we get to do our do we get to do the spin next week, Scott. What's drinking, the spin? We're drinking wine from down under from below sure. the equator. <laughs> Do we go do we go
0: left to right or right to left? actually i'll <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll research that. We'll have to so internal we'll joke. To...
2: We'll figure it out by next week. Yeah.
0: okay, all right, we got to. Yeah, you'll have to clue me in. All right, so here we are. Okay, we're way over time. All right, so uh, hey, everybody, thank you for uh, for joining in. Um, hopefully this was as fun, probably not as fun for you as it was for us, but still hopefully you guys get some uh, some enjoyment out of this and connecting the dots in terms of the um, just the, the folks here that are on the podcast, which is always fun uh, listening to those dots being connected. So Colin, Melissa, say bye to everybody. Peace out.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: All right, and we'll see you next time for episode 35 where we're going to do chilling wine and we're going to go robots. Peace out, everybody.